Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Hey everybody, Brandon Shane here. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit Cleaners, the only place where you can learn from the top 1% of cleaning business owners to explode your business. And here we are guys with another episode, episode four, really exciting content for you guys today, how to consistently show up in the cleaning industry with Corby Felsher, the founder of Stapleton Home Services. And believe it or not, he is our mentor and we're so excited for him to join us just for you guys to get to know him hear a little bit about his story how he started out up in denver almost 20 years ago just cleaning hospital hospital rooms and a little bit of commercial and then how he switched to doing homes he's now got over 40 employees and he is just doing big things shaking things up and making waves up in denver so um, we're really excited for you guys to just listen some of the highlights and some of the insights that Corby has, but today we're going to learn how Corby got the idea to start his cleaning company, how it evolved from, again, cleaning clinics to homes in Denver. Um, and we're also going to discover how to build a solid foundation for your business so it can thrive for decades to come. You're also going to see how Corby consistently developed systems in order to adapt to constant changes, again, all while managing 40 employees. You're going to learn how Brandon Condry and I got inspired to follow in his footsteps and kind of the story there, how we got all this started, how we just sent him a random gift in the mail, and then the rest is history. The important stuff with word of mouth and why getting referrals from loyal, satisfied customers is really key. We're also going to talk about the secret sauce, keeping long-term customers so your business always has a solid, reliable foundation. And we're going to top it off with Corby's actionable tips on what you need to start off your business on the right foot or keep it going in the right direction. So without further ado, guys, I want to jump into the show. Apologize if we have a few audio issues. There's just a, an initial call. We're going to get better on the settings there. But again, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting the show. Apologize. We've been kind of away building our business the last few weeks. We haven't published a lot of new episodes, but we're getting back on it. We've just seen how much you guys have been supporting us, reaching out, asking questions, hopping on the live trainings and stuff we're doing. So again, stay to the end of the podcast. We'll give the link out for that, for the live training. And um, again, thank you guys so much for all your support. Keep sharing out the podcast. Give us a like, give us a review. Before further ado, let's jump into the episode with Corby Felsher. It is a hot network of people continuing to talk about every single thing and have opinions of all of them. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a tough thing if you're running a business that's not quite good. If you're running an okay business, this town will tear you up. One bad review in this, you could have a downturn as you're getting going and you won't even get your foothold. There's some neighborhood groups out here, here can destroy you in a second. We knew that right away. Because you can have a successful financial company and operate like a Molly Maids, Mary Maids, all these franchises operate, and you can be successful, but you cannot be a great company if you operate inside that world. All right, everybody. So welcome to the call today. We have a very special call with the one and only Corby, our mentor, wow. our coach, the guy that helped us start all this several years ago, back in 2017. So we want to make an introduction to him and just share the story of how Corby got started, how we all got started together and just kind of go from there. So you guys know kind of the backstory of, of how this all started and it's kind of a cool story. So we're going to jump in. Corby, 
Let's introduce you. Welcome to the call. Welcome to the podcast, Profit Cleaners. We're so excited to have you and we're so excited for all the future stuff we're going to be sharing with people. But let's just introduce you now and dive in and tell people a little bit about yourself and how you got into the cleaning business. Yeah, what an introduction. Thanks, guys. The one and only. I don't think the that's man, the man. Said. The man, the man. Wow. Thank you. I'm very excited to be a part of this too. This is pretty fun stuff. New technology for me. So bear with me. Yeah, if you want me to give you a brief overview of our existence, is that how you'd like to start? Yeah, I can do Yeah, that. just tell people a little bit about you and sure. Stapleton, how you guys started. Well, I was born, poor child in Wisconsin on a dairy farm. No, I wasn't. I was born in Wisconsin, though, and I was moved to Colorado in about 1992 after I graduated from University of Wisconsin. And about 10 years after that, we started a small cleaning company in, well, about year 2000. We cleaned clinics throughout the city of Denver and children's clinics. And my business partner and I became pretty successful in that pretty quickly. And there was a need for systemized cleaning. At that point in the clinics, they were not getting consistent cleans. They'd hire whatever company to come in and do whatever process they normally do. And we immediately started to develop systems. And I moved to Stapleton in 2002, and I was at my house, and this young lady comes to the door and knocks and says, we would like to clean your house. We'll do it for free. And she was very presentable and gave a good pitch. I'm like, wow, yes, please come clean. And while she was cleaning, I was just thinking, wow, I would like to work with this person. And I was thinking more for the commercial side. She was a young gal. She was probably 19 at the time, cleaning with her cousin. And before she left, I said, what do you think about possibly expanding your model and working with me to take on Stapleton? And at that point, Stapleton was just 200 houses. Now we've got, I don't know, 10,000 houses here, something like that. And from there we went. Anna and I worked together to kind of build a good cleaning core here. We gave away free cleans to get started. And I think we cleaned about 10% of all homes right off the bat. And we had great retention and started taking those systems from our clinics and applying them in the houses. And we worked out of my garage and it was just the two of them. And we've expanded, obviously, now I'm almost 18, 19 years later and to, you know, nearly 40 employees and still just operating in Stapleton as it's grown and just continuing to develop better systems. We never stop at that. And that's kind of been the backbone of our success is the systems and that leads us to working with you wonderful folks in Albuquerque. You moved here, Brandon, and you dealt with our company, and that's how we came together. Yeah, I did. I'll jump in and just yeah. tell them how we did it from our end. So my wife and I moved to Denver from Las Vegas. I think that was in 2007, I want to say, something like that. We originally lived in Park Hill. I did try and get Stapleton to come out and service us in Park Hill because I had seen the car at a neighbor's house, but you guys shut me down and said that we don't, no one's going to come out there. But it was because you had some legacy customers that you did service that were outside of Stapleton, which is why I saw the car. But Stapleton was like, a, I could throw a rock at it, but I was outside of your service area. So no one would come do it. But we had a kid in 2014. We outgrew our tiny house like right away. And so we had wanted to be in Stapleton. It was a very family friendly neighborhood and we wanted to be in there. And so we sold our house and jumped over there. That was when 2015 and the market was crazy hot. We got 
30 offers on our house after it being listed for a day, something like that. But we moved in. We finally got Stapleton Home Services. I distinctly remember this. My wife remembers this, but Corby, you rode up on a beach cruiser. You had super long hair and you were wearing flip-flops and you walked in and did the estimate in about, I don't know, 30 seconds. Bing, bang, boom. I know the floor plan. No worries. Here's a cost for you later. Like, and I remember telling my wife, I was like, I want that dude's life. How do I ride around on my bike with flip-flops on all day as a job? And she remembers that. And then, you know, I had a job. We stayed in Stapleton for just about a year. Everything was getting super expensive. We doubled our mortgage payment when we moved to Stapleton. And so we decided to move, you know, back home to be closer to family so our kids could know their grandparents and things like that. And when we got settled in Albuquerque, Stapleton Home Services was the only cleaning company I'd had. We were young. That was our first house that we bought. And I just thought that's how cleaning companies are. They're all like that one. That's just the way they are. And so we got here. I quickly found out that was not the truth. So we had called all the big franchises. They were terrible. They're just doing estimates over the phone and they're not being really, there was just no effort put into it. And then what we ended up with was a housekeeper, her and her sister, and they were great. But, you know, you run into problems with housekeepers, reliability, scheduling, cars that break down. And so we can't get to you today, whatever it is. And so I was very unhappy at my job. I was ready to bail. And this was what we zeroed in on. Brandon and I had been hanging out for probably a year at that point. And we were always bouncing wacky business ideas off each other. I was like, dude, let's start a cleaning company. What's going to be cool that we'll show people later is that I have these emails. So I have the email where I told Brandon we should start a cleaning company. And then I have the first one that I sent to you, Corby, that said Albuquerque Home Services, question mark. And then I told you that I was a previous customer and you want to do this. And yeah, you were super receptive. So that kind of got the boat rolling, the, the show on the road. And here we are three years later and we're approaching... 30 employees and seven crews in three years, and it's just going gangbusters. Dang. Wow. Yeah, this has been fun. I mean, what a, what a great experience this has been for myself and Lindsay and Luis are the directors of State Home Services to work with you all and see this incredible growth that you've taken on in Albuquerque. How fun. It really, it's really fun to watch and be a part of. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's been really good from our end, too. I mean, it obviously worked for a reason. So I do think that Stapleton Home Services is unique in the cleaning world. And that's why we were able to just come in here. And, you know, we just identified a hole in the market. No one in Albuquerque was very good at customer service. The cleaning was hit or miss, depending on the mood of whoever arrived that day. And that's how it worked. It's worked really well. Awesome. On a side note, you know, it's been 18 years of Stapleton Home Services. We will no longer exist as you know it within the next three months. As you guys know, this is the last day I'm wearing this hat. It says Staple Home Services on it. I brought it here. I'm standing in a room by myself just so I don't offend anybody. Right. And that Stapleton, Stapleton Airport was named after a mayor who apparently was part of the Ku Klux Klan back in the day. And that has brought about some serious change here in our neighborhood. With all the current events, very sensitive events, the neighborhood has decided to change the name. And we're named after the neighborhood. And so we are searching for a new name, and we are not going to stay with State Home Services. We, we love the name. We did not know it had any association with anything negative. We just named it after the neighborhood. But I'm going to wear it pridefully today as, as the name of my company that we developed with no association with whatever the past was. But we will be changing our name 
to probably whatever the neighborhood is named, home services. So if it's John, it'll be John Home Services here. Uh, not John Home Services, by the way, John Home Services. Right. Um, yes. Yeah, so I mean, when I lived in Stapleton, it was just, I just thought it was named after the airport. I had no idea what the connotation was or that there was an ongoing conversation in the background. I had no clue until, uh, you know, the events of 2020, which have changed lots of things. So yeah, I mean, we're happy to brainstorm some ideas with you, but you'll end up being Central Park Home Services or whatever park they name it after us. And for those that don't know, Denver has the highest amount of per capita parks in the nation, and you can't really walk a block without running into a tiny park, especially in Stapleton. They have those pocket parks tucked around all the little corners. Yes, we have a lot of parks. I think when they developed the neighborhood that we took on the old Stapleton airport and it's quite a big chunk of land. And the agreement was that there'd be 33% open space. So they put a lot of parks in here. One of them is Central Park and that is the leading name right now for our new name, but Central Park Home Home Services might be the future, but neither here nor there, same company. Sounds company a, that's working with you. Sounds a bit like Manhattan to me. That's going to get confusing for people. It sure is. <laughs> All right. That's the history right there. What yeah. else do you want to cover? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to interject because a lot of the stuff we're talking about on the podcast in general is kind of reverse engineering success, modeling success. And I think that's kind of what we did in the beginning with you, Corby, was we reached out to someone who was leading, who was doing a really amazing job that just so happened Brandon lived in the same city and was able to experience your business and your services that and the systems that you'd put together. But what was really cool is we got to go up, you know, we had several phone calls with you before all this actually got going, just feel it out more, but kind of what we're unboxing and unpackaging in this podcast and just sharing with the world is kind of what we learned along the way. And just a lot of the things that you shared with us, you kind of like took us under your wing and you kind of opened the hood of your car. We even went up to Stapleton a few different times and, got to document exactly what you were doing behind the scenes in your business. So I think right right now what we're doing is just kind of unboxing that and just kind of starting to share that with the world because we realized how much it changed our life and how much it helped us and how fun it's been working with you. And so we want to kind of replicate that another level out to the world in this podcast and just continue sharing that, continue sharing what's happening under the hood and behind the scenes in our businesses and just all the things we keep doing to grow. So just want to thank you so much for helping us get this far. It's been so epic, so awesome. So. Yeah, it's been as much fun for me and as much a benefit for us as it is for you. It's been so much learning for us. You two young guys constantly changing and innovating. We put our innovative shoes on also, and we love, specifically during this tough time that we've been going through the last few months, our team has been soaking up what you two gentlemen have been putting together here, some of the changes you've been making and some of your agile moves that you're making to make your company not only adapt, but to be stronger in the future. I love seeing it. It's great. And that's one thing that we are learning right now is that we have a lot to learn. We have more to do. That's the fun part of business, I think, and specifically the industry we're in. It never stops. This has brought about a lot of changes, but when this is all over and there's a vaccine and we go on to normal, I think the innovation is going to be even more. I mean, I think the ideas are flowing And our industry is nowhere near where it's going to end up in five years, and specifically our two companies. I think we have kind of a benefit of Staple Home Services had kind of a unique situation. And I bring it up, I talk about this quite often is we're working in a bubble. Brandon, you live here, you know how this bubble is. It's like living in Mayberry. There is 30,000 people here, but it is Mayberry. There is 
it is a hot network of people continually talk about every single thing and have opinions of all of them. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a tough thing if you're running a business that's not quite good. If you're running an okay business, this town will tear you up. One bad review in this, you could, you could have a downturn as you're getting going and you won't even get your foothold. There's some neighborhood groups out here, here can destroy you in a second. We knew that right away. And we worked in this hyper, like under a microscope continually from day one, from 18 years ago, and we continue to. And I think that alone, because you can have a successful financial company and operate like a Molly Maids, Mary Maids, all these franchises operate, and you could be successful, but you cannot be a great company if you operate inside that world. Those companies don't work well in Stapleton for one reason. There's no way that they can make all these people happy. It's impossible. Those operations, nothing against Molly Maids, Mary, I just named some names there, but those big franchises don't seem to hit the mark. They can hit the mark through a big city, throughout all of Denver and traveling all over the place. People, good marketing, they can get in there. But a sustainable and continued growth like us under this microscope, you have to develop systems that work. You cannot have people that are untrained out there cleaning houses. You have to be better than the rest. Not saying better than just a few competitors. You have to be better than all the competitors. There is no in-between. You have to be better. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be better than all the competitors. And that's something we realized early and we're still under the microscope and we like it. It works well for us. Yeah, we've had the same experience here. So, I mean, the franchise complaints we hear from customers when they finally had enough and they come over to where they're going to stay forever is that they charged us $600 for the first clean and it was terrible. And then every clean after that has just been all over the place or they don't show up or they come late. And it's because they're making them clean, you know, eight houses a day and they're paying them 10 bucks an hour. And so there's just no motivation for those people to try hard to be involved, to be part of a, a living, breathing thing that's kind of coming up versus I have a job at this place. And so, yeah, we run into the same thing as well. And it is nice to get those customers that came from whatever, and they're so skeptical in the beginning that we're going to treat you like I was treated last time, but we just blow them away. We do it completely differently. And there's follow-up surveys and we are adjusting job notes to make sure that all your needs are met and these things and people are just very, very happy. And we've now gotten to the point with the community where, for instance, I'm on Reddit a lot and someone will ask in the Albuquerque subreddit, you know, does anyone know a good cleaning company? And I used to jump in there and say, hey, try Sandia Green Clean, check this out. But now there's people that do it for us. There are people that will say like, oh, we've been with Sandia Green Clean for years, the owner's on here, and then they'll tag me and then I jump in and say, hey, it's me, I can answer any questions. But we have an army of you know loyal customers that are happy to sing our praises when we're not able to do it at that exact moment. So it's, it's been great. Yeah, that's awesome. We talk about it. We used to, years ago, the complaint would come in, some really hard words in an email or a phone call. Somebody has some serious energy in a complaint, and it usually comes from somebody who dealt with, you know, in the service industry, People are just generally mad before the service even comes, you know, talking about the plumber, whatever. You know what I mean? It's just it's just that way. It's a normal reaction. But I can't remember a time when we had a complaint where it didn't turn into a positive for our company and for that customer. I don't remember one. And so when they do come in, there's no panic. If it does happen, something we missed or some mark we missed somehow, 
I know we just gained a customer for life. Thank, I'm glad they put that energy into that because that same energy comes back over them as to our service, our customer service. If we miss something we're putting in, like you said, you send out a survey and sub-surveys to make sure we're hitting those marks. You do follow-up. Well, that's not out there in this market for us. Those companies aren't there. And then that customer slowly becomes a customer for life because they're not used to that type of reaction right. from the customer service side and by the cleaning technicians themselves, as you've witnessed, I'm sure. Yeah. I was just going to say, I always tell Brandon, our, uh, the loudest customers are also the loudest when you make them happy. So if they're really upset, they bring all that energy and emotion. Well, if you make them happy, like you're saying, you make a customer for life, and now they're going to direct that energy and emotion towards telling everybody how great you are. So it's a great strategy. Just take care of your worst customers, make them happy, and then they'll go tell the whole world. That's right. Yep. Corby, don't forget how we sealed the deal with you. We sent you an Alexa after we had had our first phone call. I still have it. You sent me back this email. It was awesome. You sent back, let's see. Thank you for the awesome gift, but you signed off at the end. Alexa, make an appointment for next Wednesday at 10 a.m. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I now have that Alexa in my son's room, my 17-year-old son who sleeps till about noon. And I, about a year ago, I figured out the feature that you can just start talking. You can intercom it. You could just say, yeah, get yeah, out of yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah, so I start talking very softly. Hey, buddy, it's your dad. He loves it. 7 a.m. when I'm heading to work, you know. Yes. Yeah, that was an excellent. What a great way to start a business relationship. So smart. You guys are smart, you know? You, you had don't mess me around. Alexa. Yeah. You had me at Alexa. Yeah. <laughs> was excellent. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, I think we kind of covered what we were hoping to in the intro call, yeah? I think so. I was just going to ask Corby, if you could just think of one tip that you could give people out there, if they're starting a cleaning business, they already have a cleaning business, what would be one of your biggest tips you could offer out to add value? Yeah, that's an interesting question. Sorry to put you on the spot, but yeah, no, I know you no, talk no, about no. systems all the time and it could be something yeah. like that. Or, I mean, the systems thing is huge. I mean, but the two things. One is passion. I mean, you two gentlemen have passion for business and for not just business, but something that you're going to operate for the rest of your life and feel really good about what you've done, not just as a profitable person, but as a you know, a human in existence, like when it's all done and you look back, did you do some good? I mean, so I think all business should look at that so you can, you know, you rest easier, you sleep better. It should be attacked from that angle. It's hard to always keep that focus, but I think that's the most important thing because then that drives passion because passion wins and passion can be felt through email to your customers in this segment we're doing right here. I had it from the get-go. I felt it. I felt good about what we we're doing, and I still feel good. So if you don't have that, maybe change what you're trying to do. And I think that's the most important thing for any business you're getting into, especially in today's world. I think you should not look at business as this is some way I can make some money. If you're thinking about it that way, you're going to miss your mark, and you're not going to feel so good at 65. And I think we're all set up, and we've talked about this often, we're set up to feel good from the moment we started to the moment we're done. And then we're going to make others feel good along the way. That's the only way to go about it. And we've done that. We're going to continue to do that. And I know you two guys are. And I think this combination of 
our two companies working towards that on more of a global scale is what excites me because it's not just maid service. It's not just cleaning service. It's every business. It's any single business you're looking to start. It has to have that root. So that would be my suggestion is there's your tip. Feel that. If you don't feel that, stop. Awesome. All right, man. Well, anything else you guys want to add or that was a really good call? No, I mean, I think that sums it up real nice. We'll obviously hear from Corby many, many more times in the future, but this was just a way to make sure that the audience was familiar with Corby, with Stapleton, and the future Central Park home services, whatever yeah. we end up at. <laughs> but we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes, yes. Yeah, well, that'll probably be another fun episode, even just how you rebrand, Corby. I mean, I'm sure a lot of companies out there will are going to be doing that or need to know how to do that, too. So we'll follow you on that. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, just in general, in the future, we've got a lot of really cool things coming up. We're going to go more in detail on a lot of specific systems and things that we've done together and, and kind of collaborated on to, to create these great companies. And But just one more thing I want to add to, Corby, while you're mentioning all that, just one of the things that really impacted me, I think, working with you, too, is just that passion you're talking about and how it, it really does like go through your teams, your employees, to your cleaning teams, to your customers. It's just this all-encompassing impact that we're having when you really do care, when you really do have that passion. And so I love that. I feel like we've integrated that, learning that from you, and uh, we just continue to improve on that. So thanks so much again, man, for teaching us all this great stuff. we got a lot more great stuff coming in the future. So stay tuned, guys. And anything else, guys? No, I think that was great. It was a good call. We'll talk to you again soon, Corby. Have fun at Stanley. I will. I will. Thanks, Sandia. Awesome. All right, we'll see you. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody. So hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, Again, just a lot of great content, a lot of awesomeness from Corby. Thank you again, Corby, for sharing that with us. We're going to have Corby on in future episodes as well, guys. We've got a lot more to go over and just learn and keep diving into. So stay tuned for that. Again, if you guys enjoyed this episode, if you got any value out of it, anything that you learned, if it made you better, if it made you think differently, please, please, please help us by just sharing out this podcast with a friend, uh, someone that you know who owns a cleaning business, someone who wants to start a cleaning business, whatever it might be. Please share it out, like it, review it, help us out guys and just share the love. On top of that, we just have a couple quick more things with for you. If you go over to the website, profitcleaners.com slash toolkit, we're going to be posting a lot more of the frameworks and tools and templates and things that we can start putting out there. So check that out guys. If you haven't gotten to the website, profitcleaners.com slash toolkit, we're going to be putting lots of cool free tools in there for you. As well as if you have not jumped on our live free coaching calls that we do every week, then you want to jump on that. Should be doing them every Thursday here. So just hop on for the next few weeks here and there should be some spots left. In fact, there is. So hop on, go to profitcleaners.com slash masterclass. Join to learn more and check it out, guys. We want to help you guys build the business of your dreams uh, to whatever level you want. But again, we want it to be something that you're proud of, something that you love, something that totally changes your life, hopefully, and makes a huge impact in the world. So uh, check out the masterclass. Again, that's profitcleaners.com slash masterclass. And we'll see you guys there. Looking forward to helping you guys, seeing you grow. Uh, Reach out on the Facebook group. Reach out, hello at profitcleaners.com if you guys have any questions. We'll see you guys soon. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to profitcleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.